Hey hoes, it's your girl Spice, and welcome to another episode of Sugaring with Spice. This is episode two, The Pink Pandemic. And the pink pandemic is something that I went through from 2020 up until now. Um, but it really, really didn't come to fruition until um, probably mid-2021 was when I really started to go hard with the whole pink vibe, all pink everything aesthetic. And that really happened for me in though in 2020 when um, I wasn't dancing, I wasn't working, um, and my ex actually would buy me, like, everything that he bought himself, like, if it was, like, a something on Amazon, slippers, he got me the pink ones. If he got, like, a water bottle, a reusable one, he got me the pink one, and at first I was getting mad. I was like, why the fuck do you keep buying me pink? Like, you know I like all black everything. You know I do not fuck with this, and eventually it just grew on me, and I started just accepting all of his little pink accessories, and it was, like, probably the best thing he ever did for me. Like, that's it. That's the only good thing he did for me was open my heart up to the pink side um, because the pink pandemic is, like, <clears throat> the essence of me now. I can't even imagine myself without the color pink anymore, which is so bizarre because I used to literally only wear black, like, all black everything. I was just, like, emo for life, you know? I just, I loved it, but black still is the other side of my heart. Equally love pink and black the same. Okay, don't get it twisted. But anyways, um, when I first went blonde, which was in October of 2020, yeah, 2020, um, that was when I kind of started feeling more feminine too, you know, definitely. I don't know why. I definitely got the Barbie vibes upon me. I was taken over. My soul was consumed and I'm not mad at it, you know? Um, I loved it. <laughs> so when I came back to LA, uh, after I broke up with my ex, you know, I was blonde and I had envisioned like this all pink apartment. And when I was going back to the club, I was prepping for that entry and I looked, bought all new pink outfits and I started building a little closet of pink stuff and now I'm literally currently sitting in my all pink walk-in closet and I literally had probably an eighth of what is in here no maybe even like a twelfth of what is in here and I thought I was like obsessed with pink at that point and now it's just like gone overload uh, but it is such a vibe and people it really cheers people up like when people see me in all pink they're just like oh my god that looks so cute but when I say I do something well, I do it well. If I'm going to do it, I'm going to do it well. And that comes to making money too. So just got to really own it like Lisa Rinna says. <laughs> but anyways, um, I was living in a studio. I envisioned this whole pink apartment. And I am currently living in an all pink apartment. Like I completely manifested this pink planet that I'm living on. And the pink pandemic was not so pretty all the time like just because I was changing into this pink person like it took like half of that year I was still working on the internet and working in the streets and you know just freestyling all over the place and I didn't really get to reap the benefits of like my hard work until I went back to the club because then I had more freedom my income was more stable and I could actually go shopping and buy myself nice things so the pink pandemic 
is a blessing because there were light sides of it and there were dark sides of it totally it took so much like I said in the previous episode blood sweat tears and cum to get to this fucking point in my life and if it wasn't for my ex buying me pink things it would have never grown on me I don't know how I would have been coming back to the sex work scene like if I would have kept the dark hair like I don't know well no because I already knew I already made the most money on blonde wigs so I knew I was gonna stay blonde regardless but if he didn't start buying me the pink stuff then this would have never ever happened I think in my opinion I think I would have just had my same old all black slash neon colorful wardrobe that I had before as a dancer but because I do miss those colors sometimes I see girls in like outfits that are not pink because I legit only wear pink outfits to work all day every day and even to my out calls even to like my sugar daddies my clients outside the club I (laughs) and they're not sick of it so it's working it's still working um yeah I lost my train of thought I'm a little stoned forgive me but anyways I did like a a sheen an all pink when I started making money I did an all pink like sheen haul a fashion nova haul a doll's kill haul and a fucking like huge $3,000 Amazon haul where I like bought everything for my kitchen, my room, my cats, my entire apartment once I upgraded from the studio to the four bedroom that I'm currently in. And I'm not supposed to be in a four bedroom by myself, but that's the way it it is (laughs) at the moment. And I'm not mad at it. I've transformed um, each room to suit my needs. So we'll do like an all pink apartment tour soon. Definitely. Uh, Once we start recording these episodes on video too you'll get to see all the different parts of my house and I'm gonna film in my closet and my living room and my bedroom and the office the pole room maybe we could even do it from the balcony my roof is pretty cool I don't know I'm already thinking about where I'm gonna move next because my lease is up in July and I already am envisioning a pink like an even bigger pink palace and better and just amazing in so many more ways I'm like really excited for the next chapter but the pink pandemic raised me and like I said I was on the internet all day every day risking my life and my health and but you know I didn't want to get a normal job I will say so that was all on me I did not want to get a paycheck job again um, I refused, you know, I have really <clears throat> been working since I was 15 and a half. As soon as I could, I got a worker's permit and I didn't start dancing until I was 24. So I worked for a good, almost 10 years in the same industry and it was a tipping industry. So it was nice, you know, I was always used to having extra money. So when I got into stripping and then you have a ton of extra money, like nothing is just ever the same again. So now I'm using all my stripper earnings to make sure that I don't ever have to go through that again and securing my future because yeah, your girl is going to have her own thriving business. She will never work for anybody ever again. Seriously, don't count on that happening. I'm going to have employees. I'm going to be on the Real Housewives, you just wait. You just wait on it. I am a Real Housewives future cast member. Whether, well, actually, I was gonna say it doesn't have to be Beverly Hills, but I'm down for Miami too. Take me anywhere. Take me anywhere. I'm super down. Your your girl's gonna have her own spice show. If I don't get on Real Housewives, 
it's gonna be called the spice show yeah i think so one day we'll be sitting in my real housewives closet like i'm currently sitting in my closet right now and just looking at everything else that i got myself doing a closet tour like some jeffree star shit i cannot wait because as i look around i'm so proud of everything that i've gotten myself and i've done the work I went out there, did the work, and manifested, and everything I have ever asked for, dreamed for, has come to me, come running to me, actually, so all I can say is believe in yourself, and fucking go out there and do the work, because no one's going to pay your bills for you, not at all, like, I get so upset when girls come to the club with such entitlement that you can just walk in, and you're just going to make money, like, that is true to some degree there's a small percentage of the of your whole stripping career the percentage of that happening out of all the money you made because you actually did something for it is going to be much higher but to each their own anyways like uh there's been a lot of drama at work and i'm realizing i'm aging out myself i don't think there's an age limit on this but i'm definitely aging out because I cannot be around all these fucking young little twats. Like, love you guys, but you're little fucking twats and you drive me crazy. And I used to be one of you, so I know how it is. But I have to take myself out of the situation of annoying chatter. And, I don't know, I'm over the men too. So, moving on. I can't be around this energy for much longer. So, my goal for this year is to travel dance and really make the most out of my last year because I feel like I've done everything I can do at my home club and it will always be my home club and I love everybody there so uh this year I just want to go and bag up some fucking stage money and get out of full service sex work and just stick to my top sugar daddies because your girl is tired like literally i'm on my period right now i've been on my period for like a fucking week and a half maybe two weeks now because my clients love that shit and then it lasts so much longer girl like it'll go away for a day after like you know i've seen a fucking customer and then it comes back with a vengeance the next day and i'm just still sitting here dying bleeding out but i swear i always say i'm never gonna work on my period i'm never gonna work on my period but it's always my most lucrative fucking time like they just smell that shit it's like fucking animalistic as fuck it's raw i went to see my biggest spender last night actually and he texted me and it was random he always usually texts me ahead of time this is only the second time we've ever met up without like a week prior planning so I disclosed to him that I was on my period because I always do even though it's never been an issue before I just like to let him know that we're going to be in the guest room (laughs) prepare the guest room uh and he's like that's never stopped us before so I went over and we did our thing and it was amazing like it always is like he actually does make me come and has bomb dick and you know he's my biggest spender I love him so and he's just a very good mentor in a lot of ways so I'm grateful but as soon as we were done he he actually came like crazy for like the first time ever like he's never really like loud um pretty just comes like a normal man like a little grunting and you know a little bit of heavy breathing you know 
But he fucking, like, did the whole, oh, 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 type thing. And I was like, what the fuck? Like, seriously? And then as soon as he, like, you know, pulled himself out of me, he was like, wow, that period pussy. And, like, <laughs> he's had it before. Like, we have, we've made a bigger mess than we made last night. Like, last night it was actually pretty minimal blood. But they fucking love that shit. So here I am just bleeding out making racks on racks on racks though so i guess it's worth it but i'm tired i want to just travel and enjoy all the pink things that i've bought in myself like i grinded so hard during the pink pandemic and i have yet to even wear half of the stuff that's in my closet right now like it's literally almost all brand new most of these heels are still brand new everything the only thing I wear is like my slides because I love slides and my heels and my purses but I don't really wear anything else in here any of the clothes I've worn I never go anywhere so yeah I'm always at work or with a client so I'm ready to enjoy everything I fucking did during the pink pandemic because as I look around like there's so much content in here like everyone is always like why don't you show this part of your life or why don't you wear this or why don't you take a picture in this and I'm just like it's so much pressure like I just want to enjoy it and like do things organically and I feel like once I take myself out of the club so much I'll be able to do that so the pink pandemic I went hard at work I went so hard my outfits were cute my toes and my nails were always a different pink design or a shade of pink my purses were pink my outfits were pink lashes on point extensions you know oh my god you guys i'm changing my hair speaking of extensions stay tuned i'm getting my hair done next week and it's not gonna be the same we're making a change so stay tuned for that but yeah um the pink pandemic was a success at work i was highly favored and well received like i said in the previous episode i'm very thankful for that and i I just I can't even believe that pink is, like, my identity now, and I didn't, like I say, identify with that part of myself for so fucking long, so it's just wild to me that once I did, and I opened up that portal of my heart, like, I just received so many blessings, and something about the color pink is just very powerful to me now, and it's very much, like, a sacred bond, if you will, and just being in my apartment itself cheers me up so it's probably why I don't want to leave like I've created my own piece of heaven here why would I want to leave it like I've curated it to be so cute I just want to sit here in it (laughs) but uh, I'm gonna spread my wings I'm gonna show you guys my house I'll do an apartment tour for sure a closet tour I have to do all my heels everyone wants to see I think I have like let's see one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen, fifteen, sixteen, seventeen, eighteen, nineteen, twenty, twenty-one, twenty-two pairs of heels in my pink closet. And then in my other closet, I have three red, three, four blacks, so that's seven. Twenty-two plus seven is twenty-nine. And then two white, so that's thirty-one. 31 pairs of heels that can't be right i know i have like 34 whatever we're gonna do you'll get to see all my fucking heels i swear but (sighs) on my way to being a top earner the pink pandemic really uh 
deserve some credit for me becoming a top earner because once I let this pink aura in and take over my soul, there was actually no stopping me because I was a little confused when I first moved back, obviously, and lonely and depressed. And then when I completely lost myself in the world of pink, I became so much happier and complete and capable of radiating more love I would say so yeah I it was like a fucking home makeover from the inside out like my house and my soul was just completely HGTV'd out you know complete renovation and when I was at work people really noticed how hard I put myself out there and how hard I tried you know what I mean like my looks weren't by accident you know and I feel like I used to always be very well put together like when I used to style my outfits with all my different wigs I definitely got compliments on you know um Instagram all the time like oh you can switch up your look and just like always pull it off depending you know some wigs were just no bueno and nobody liked those and you guys were honest but I've always been able well, because I'm my worst critic, I will say. Like, I I judge myself so hard. And the girls at work know that because they know my standards. And if they want to get my opinion, they know they're going to hear the harsh, harsh, harsh truth. Because I give them the opinion I would give them. I would give myself. And literally the other day at work, I think it was last weekend or some shit, uh, this girl knew that, like, her thong didn't match the way I would match it with that outfit and she literally looked at me and was like don't say anything I didn't bring the right thong because she already knows how my brain works you know and that's just my aesthetic that's my style that's my brand you know and the girls at work take pointers off of that because it works for me you know so they do take my opinions to heart and ask me only when they want the honest truth and usually the girl's like, how does this look? The other girls are always like, ask Spice. <laughs> ask Spice because she's always, she has good taste. We'll just say that. You know, I would definitely say I'm respected by my peers at work and even by the other staff that we have, not just the dancers. Um, I'm well liked. I like to be liked and also feared. So, you know, respected and feared because don't fuck with me. And also know that that means I will have your back in that with that same intensity, you know, like people think like, I'm just that way for myself. But like, if I fuck with you, like I come for you against anyone else with that same fucking energy, like you do not fuck with anybody that I care about in any way. It doesn't even have to be dramatic, but I will put a stop to something real quick. Uh, just happened the other day. There was almost a fight at work. I had my fucking girls back. Like, do not fucking try me. I will drop someone for you. Just know that. So, same energy I have towards myself. I keep it 100 with everybody else I care about. So, you're welcome. And you've got a good one on your side. Um, as far as the club, too, and the girls, um, my closest friends and stuff, I really do um, not want to hurt their feelings when I say anything like that. And my personality that's just the way I am and some people can accept it and if you do thank you I appreciate you accepting me for the way I am because I'm not gonna ever sugarcoat shit or have a filter but 
it's not ever meant with any, um, I don't even know the word, with any, with any harm, you know? Like, because I can't, I can't even defend that because to me there's nothing to defend. Like, I didn't mean it like that. That's just the way I say things. Some people, and to me in my head, everything is, like, funny. Like, I kind of say things from, like, a comedian standpoint, but, like, no one ever laughs. And I'm like, you guys are supposed to fucking laugh. Like, don't take it so seriously. It really was supposed to make you laugh, but... Okay, joke didn't land. You guys are just too fucking sensitive for me, so always remember that. Just know I like to talk shit and I like to laugh just as much. So if you ask me something and I can make a joke out of it, I most likely will, but it's just for the fact that I want to make a joke. And I think it's funny. I like to write too, so it's kind of just like, um, it's kind of like, uh, not role playing, but like, I don't know, like acting or reacting yeah you know i don't fucking know i watch too much tv watch too much movies i act like i'm in a fucking reality show just deal with it accept me or don't and if you don't i don't fucking care but anyways um i want to go back to last week's episode briefly and just talk about some more things obviously we heard me talk about having a client last night and me having sex but in case you're new here i am a full service sex worker um transitioning out this year ish Eh, i would say i'll be done at the club but i don't think i'll transition out of some of my clients i got too many good ones but we'll see we'll see um but yeah like i said i am a full service sex worker and like i said i am a top earner that is not the only reason why i'm a top earner though do i set my prices high yes do i have a lot of clientele yes Do I know how to curate them so they keep coming back? Definitely. You know, I don't just bleed them dry because then they've got nothing left to give me. I'd rather get X amount over a long period of time than get this amount when I could have gotten more. So I'm definitely not cheap, but I definitely know how to work someone's wallet and and their emotions, you know? And I do care about everybody that I provide a service to, uh, to a degree. I am not, like, out there trying to ruin people or have any negative karma or energy come back to me. I don't claim any of that. So I don't fucking rob people. I don't drug people. Uh, I don't do anything like that. Like I'm not someone that's gonna grab your phone and Venmo myself a gang of fucking money. Like I just feel like that has such a negative energy to it. And like, I don't have to steal from anyone in any way to secure a fucking bag. Like, and that is my attitude. And I also feel like that's why I make money. And the guys that like me are the guys that like my jokes, uh, the jokes that women can't take. And they talk to me <laughs> like a man. And I think that I have a very feminine energy with just enough masculine energy to have like a yin and yang situation, you know? And that's such a special thing to for me because I feel like it just used to be masculine energy and now it's like I'm a little butterfly with bite you know I was just with a client in Newport and he's probably the one that I banter with back and forth the most like we laugh so much together and he's like do you talk to everybody this way like or am I just the only fucking one that eats this shit up and it's I can't even explain it. I really just need to start fucking 
recording some of these sessions when I'm actually with clients so I can play them back for you because it's all in the moment too. Like I just, the shit that comes out of my mouth just comes flying out of my mouth and I can't contain it. I can't contain it. And I have everybody dying at work half the time. Everybody's always fucking laughing at me and I love it. They're laughing at me. They're laughing with me. I'm laughing with me. I'm laughing at me. I'm completely 100% like okay with making a fool, laughing at myself and just having fun, you know? So that sense of freedom that I have within myself makes people comfortable, like I said, and people definitely gravitate towards that. And I'm Scorpio, Libra, Libra, Scorpio, Sun, Libra, Moon, Libra, Rising. And I definitely don't claim a lot of my Libra side, but obviously I have a lot of fucking Libra in me because I'm friendly as fuck. I have a lot of friend groups and my aesthetic, like my OCD is so very fucking Libra and yeah, but my Scorpio side, y'all already fucking know. That's the side I'm talking about right now. If you don't like me, keep walking because your girl's not going to stop talking. <laughs> Never. And what you going to do about it? Exactly. So moving on. The client that I was with that um, I laugh and like go back and forth with the most, he um, definitely is someone that uses me as a therapist for part of our sessions, I would say. <laughs> Not only does he bang out his problems, we also talk out his problems. Um, and he's the one that actually gave me the Jeep. And if you guys listen to the podcast, well, he didn't give me the Jeep. We are, you know, I'm sharing it. <laughs> it's mine for now. Um, well, because I crashed it the first time he gave it to me, nothing was wrong with it. I just rear-ended someone and this Jeep is insane. So, yeah, their car was fucked up because this Jeep is fucking huge and it's badass. But we never um, stopped talking, but he definitely couldn't afford me anymore. And the Jeep was part of our arrangement. And once he took the Jeep back, he couldn't afford me. So, you know, that's just how it's got to be. <laughs> and without the Jeep, there was no arrangement to be had. So now we're back. We're in business. And... I cannot rear-end anyone this time. <laughs> if you guys remember, I talked about that on the podcast last time. Because the day that I rear-ended someone, I was like a block away from home. And tell me why when I look, you guys know I'm so into angel numbers. And like I'm so spiritual. And I'm like always manifesting and doing my thing. Tell me why I rear-ended this fucking bitch. And she gets out of the car. She hands me her license. I have the picture. I'll like show you. But block out her face and address and shit. But anyways... The fucking three numbers in the her driver's license in the middle, like in the middle, are six six six. I was like, "Are you fuck?" It was like, "D L blah blah six 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 blah 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 blah." Are you fucking kidding me? I was like, "If this ain't a fucking sign, like, I have had too many signs in my life that I never doubt myself, or doubt my intuition." doubt the signs I always interpret the signs I usually interpret them pretty correctly and like I said everything I've manifested has came to me it is crazy crazy how I manifested that like that accident too you know like you can manifest good you can manifest bad so be very careful with your words because your words become your thoughts and your thoughts become your life and 
like I when I was in the pink pandemic I would literally label my water like rich bitch juice and I had pink post-its I still do I write them all the time when they start getting loose and falling off the mirror but I have little signs that say uh, rich bitch energy only I drink my water with the fucking post-it that says rich bitch juice I have the one that has the whole little baby Tate quotes on it you know I am healthy I am wealthy I am rich I am that bitch I have all of that all around my house and so many people think that's like weird or so obnoxious but I'm just like if you eat breathe read write hustle repeat that whole same vibe that is the energy you're putting out and that is exactly what's going to come back to you so do it like who cares what anybody else thinks i my favorite fucking post-it on my mirror was the queens of the underworld quote and i love her so much and it's um may you trap in peace may you trap with ease and may your bag be blessed because when i was doing the most like the most when i was hoeing hard being a real fucking professional like that mantra saved me and like helped me keep my sanity uh for a long time like i would always repeat it in the mirror before i left repeat it in the car on the way there and repeat it when i got home and like you know it really was a little prayer for me so have your own prayers have your own manifestations because the power of words are so strong and you like it's not called spelling for no reason because it's called spelling because you're casting spells spelling okay so get into those witchy vibes harness your power whatever it is whatever you want people to see you got to see it in yourself first because i would not tell you this if it didn't work and it worked for me it's been working for people way before i got to this planet so it's not like i'm special we're all fucking special so don't be listening to none of the haters but also make sure you you hear them just enough so you know you're doing you're doing um enough to piss off your haters because if you don't have fucking haters you're doing something wrong i know so many people who would love to see me fall who would love to take my shine would love to take my crown would love to see me cry and it's not gonna happen you know um people think that i should humble myself i think you should talk more highly of yourself because your life is not looking cute honey so don't be fucking coming to me telling me to humble myself because i didn't get everything i had by speaking low of my life and of what i deserved you are just too scared to believe all of that so you can continue to stay in your lane i'm indefinitely gonna keep staying in my lane and then when i have a highway i'll be good (laughs) but i don't have that yet so i'm gonna keep hustling until i don't have to introduce myself anymore it's like one of my favorite quotes too like hustle until you don't have to introduce yourself anymore like people just know who you are and i manifest success i manifest money and success is so many different things to me success to me is health success to me is wealth success to me is freedom and the freedom to do what i want with my life and live it loud and proud and share it with the world and it's so crazy because you know manifesting a spot on the real housewives franchise or manifesting my own show like i know what's gonna happen for me because people have been literally just coming up to me 
And I wear pink all the time. And no one in the past year has said this to me. They're only starting to say this to me now. So I know new things are coming to fruition and big things are on the horizon for me. Because the other day I got into my Uber and the guy was like, oh my god, I love your outfit. Um, He's like, what's your name? Who are you? Are you famous? And I was like, oh my god. But that was like the second time. And of course I didn't say no because that's not how you manifest. I was like, yeah, actually I am. (laughs) and he was just like really what are you famous for and I was like sucking dick (laughs) literally under my breath under my mask and he didn't hear me and he was like what and I was like what did I say actually did I say sucking dick I'm pretty sure I oh my god I did say sucking dick again I'm barely like living with this oh my god I actually said that and that was when I was on my way to Newport and he definitely knew I was going all the way to Newport to suck some dick (laughs) so yep that guy he knows my truth. I'm always honest. I never lie about my shit. So, like I said, um, the time before that, I was in my elevator with my mom, and this woman was like, oh my gosh, like complimenting me about how well it all looked and how it made her feel. And she was like, are you, she asked me if I was, I think same question, if I was famous or if I was like an influencer or something like that and I was like with my mom and at that time I didn't say no and I didn't say yes I said not yet I was like but it's gonna happen I was like thank you for noticing like thank you for noticing the potential like hell yeah this like older woman was like I believe it I believe it so it's crazy people are like noticing me in ways that are going to get me places and I can't wait for any new ventures. I'm actually going to be featured on another podcast at the end of this month, so stay tuned. Um, I'm super excited about that. To just be asked to be on her podcast was like such a dream because it's definitely um, housewives related. So if you want to listen to me talk more about sex work and housewives and how I'm going to manifest that, Stay tuned for the next episode of Sugaring with Spice. It'll be on episode three. I'll give you guys all the details. I'll give you her podcast link as well. Thank you guys so much, so much, so fucking much for listening. This has been another episode of Sugaring with Spice. Hope you guys enjoyed. See you soon. Stay safe, bitches, and keep hoeing hard.